Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians 4, 15. 1 Corinthians 4, 15. Today's message is captioned, Are you a true son? Or, are you a true daughter? For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ... Yet have ye not many fathers, for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of the word. Darling Holy Spirit, come and take control. I pray that you grant me utterance, anoint this lips of clay. May I not speak out of my own, because your children have not gathered us unto me, but us unto you. I pray that speak that which you want them to hear, so that at the end of the day they will be blessed and refreshed that they came into your presence. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Please have your seat in the presence of the Lord. It's powerful. In the first service, I said that, and I think I'll do a recap, then we continue. The scripture that we read says that there are thousands, ten thousands of instructors. And who is an instructor? An instructor is someone who teaches you to do a specific task. But 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15 says that we don't have many fathers. A father is a rare gem because being a father is not an easy task. It takes more than just, just teaching. It takes more than just instruction. A father's work is very comprehensive. A father's work is, is, is somewhat difficult but rewarding. A father is interested in the total welfare of his children. A father has the heart of God or transmits the God kind of love because if you are loving in the normal you know, sense of the word, you are, you are fathering in the normal, you, it, it, it's almost an impossible task. When we look at God, our heavenly father, he loves us even when we misbehave. So a father is not one who just uh, draws us close because he sees perfection in us. But someone who draws us close in spite of the imperfections and works in us to make us that which God wants us to be. So a spiritual father is someone who molds you, who calls you, who shapes you into who and what God wants you to be. One day, 
somebody somewhere in another church was given an opportunity to handle the church for a while. And he thought, you know, sometimes if you are, you are, you're sitting down, you think it's so easy. What do I have to do? I just prepare, come and preach, receive. Say, take one, take two, you know. <laughs> but it's, there is more to it than that. A father goes beyond the scene and does more. An instructor would just be concerned about doing a particular task and leaves it at that. But a father would be concerned. Is my, my son clothed? Is my, fa- is my son well fed? Is my son living? And this morning, I know without a shadow of doubt that God has given us a true and genuine spiritual father in our father, Reverend Francis Obin. You might not be a believer, but I'm a believer that he is a spiritual father unto me. So we said in the first service that there are certain signs that you exhibit if you are a spiritual child. And the first sign was that you resemble your spiritual father. And in the resemblance, I said that it's not in the looks, it's not in the dressing, it's not in the other It's not in the external factors, but it's of the heart. Do you have the resemblance of your father's heart? Do you have the heart of your father? When we see you, do we see your father in you? And the second point we established was that a son is forever. A son does not decide that I'm going to be a son for three months and then I'll go and leave. And neither do you hear sons going on strike either. A son is permanently forever. And we establish the third point that sons believe in the fathers and trust them. And the fourth point was a son honors his father. And in honoring You honor both in words and in deeds. And we said that you can't honor without your substance going. So for this service, we are going to look at, I think it's going to be first for this service, but it's going to be fifth for those who are around for the first service. So that's the fifth point or the first point is, sons obey their fathers. Sons obey their fathers. What does it mean to obey? To obey means to submit to the authority or the authority of someone or comply with a law. It also means carry out a command or an instruction. It also means behave in accordance with a general principle. So there are some people, they might have come from other places to this church. But you have to know that every house has its rules and regulations. And every father has his rules and regulations. Some fathers might think that it's okay for you to eat sweeter. But some fathers will limit the number of sweets that their children are or is exposed to. So if you say you are a true son of the house or a daughter of the house or or Reverend Francis Sobin, the litmus test is, are you obedient? Do you comply to the instructions that he gives? Do you comply to the 
commands that he gives. You know, there's a level that sometimes we reason that the father of the house will ask you, what do you think we should? But there are certain levels that the father literally commands you, do this. And in an instance where he commands you to do that, are you willing to or do you obey? The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, 1, 3, can we read it? Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you. You know, so I was just meditating on this. Obey. When I am in my house and I tell my child, get up and go and sleep, my child does it. Why? Because my child sees an authority in me. You can obey if you see the man God has given you as a spiritual father in the light that he is a spiritual father to you. When you don't see him as such, it becomes difficult for you to obey. Because I can't go to Minister Neneje's house and tell his children that, off the telly, go and sleep. (laughs) Because they don't see me in that light. You can easily obey when you see the man God has given you as a father over you. Some of us, we are struggling to obey because the man used to be our maybe JHS mate. Or maybe we are way older than him. But you should know that it's, it's not in age, but it's in the grace that God has placed on him. So I say that anybody that you can't subject yourself, submit yourself to his authority, don't call that person a spiritual father. Because you must be willing to subject yourself to that authority. And it becomes, it flows naturally when you see your father in that light. You know, don't be too familiar when you are too familiar, what happens is that because you have seen some things, uh, maybe you watch football with him, he's in his boxes and singlet. You know, you were chatting, quack, 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 quack. And so when he tells, ah, is it not the same person I was watching football with? Why is he telling me, you know, tell your neighbor, learn how to switch. You have to learn how to switch. I always pray to God. One prayer I pray to God that God help me not to be too familiar with the anointing. Because if you are close, you, you, you might normalize everything. Help me to set the difference when I'm dealing with my husband and when I'm dealing with, with the spiritual head you have set over me. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, it says that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. If you are willing 
and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Most of the time, our obedience is in the willingness realm. So when the father of the house tells us that we are going for evangelism, we are very, very willing. Are you ready to go for evangelism? Shout yes. The time is three o'clock. What's the time? Oh, you are no good student. The time is three o'clock. What's the time? The meeting point is in front of the church. Where is the meeting point? And we are so excited. We are willing to do it. We even called a friend that, oh, I can't come for that meeting because I have evangelism. But when you get home, you say, ah, let me sleep small. So you leave your obedience in the willingness realm. I'm willing. I want to obey. I, I want to do it. But the Bible says that faith without works is dead. How useless is it when you are willing to propose to somebody and you never propose? I'm preaching somebody's message. When it stays in the willingness realm, it's, it doesn't yield any fruit. So you... <laughs> so you have to shift from the willingness to obey. I believe that most of us here have the heart. We want to do that which our spiritual father tells us to do. But sometimes the do is not there. Total obedience is not just being willing. Total obedience is being willing and practicalizing your willingness. You are willing and it doesn't stay at that. You practicalize it. That is when it will yield fruit to you. That is when you will see the result. If you are a believer, give the Lord a shout of amen. amen. The next point is, sons do what they see their father do. They do what they see their father do. What do you see your father doing? John 5:19. Can we read it please? Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also does the Son likewise. What you see your father do, that is what you do. You know, sometimes in ministry, a lot of people who are in ministry or who submit, who submit themselves as spiritual children to a set man, sometimes they struggle because they are trying to be an original. So, 
they are trying to do something that nobody has done before. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 1, it says that, let's read it. Acts 1 1, the former treaty have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. So you do and you teach. So what do you see your father doing? Sometimes, eh, can I tell you something? Sometimes when I'm given an opportunity to preach anywhere, do you know what I do? I soak messages from my spiritual father. I soak uh, So when I come, I'll just say, I feel the presence of the Lord. Not because I feel anything, no. <laughs> because I see my father saying, I, I feel the presence of the Lord. <laughs> so do you know what I'm doing? I'm seeing through the eyes of my... I don't, I don't, I don't feel it, so, but I'm saying it so that that's which my father sees when he says, I feel that thing will manifest. So there are certain times that I see, I, I would say that I see the healing power of God. Maybe because that, that, that day, the tape, the healing power was available. You know, sometimes we struggle in ministry because we want to be an original. So when you are given an opportunity to do something or to preach, you say, for some time, the church has been very dry. The atmosphere has been very dry, but today I see a shift. Somebody say shift. And I see the presence of the Lord coming afresh. That which had stagnated all these years is flowing. Is flowing, you know. Do what you see your father do. So, me, when I watch, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll see that he will do and do. So I come and I do something. I don't know why, but it's working. It's, it's so easy when you follow. There's nothing new under the sun. Just follow the right but us. Thank you, sister. And for me, I'm not ashamed to follow. I, 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 I was telling him the other time that that which is left for me to wear is just his suit. Then you know that I'm complete. Don't try to do something new. You see your father preaching. Preach. And by the grace of God, you see your father moving the miraculous. It's so easy for you. Because when, for me, can I tell you something? For me... When I'm praying for someone, I am visualize my spiritual father praying for someone. So sometimes, when I'm praying for, sometimes I'm a little shaky, you know. But I do, then I see my father and I do, come out. So if my spiritual father can do it, then I can also do it. The reason why you are struggling is because you are not following well.
Just follow and follow well. Catch it. You catch it by following and following hard. The Bible says in John chapter 5 verse 1. John 5 1. After, after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Okay, so let's cut it. The story goes that Jesus went up to, to Jerusalem, and he went to the pool of Bethsaida, or Bethsaida, or whichever way you pronounce it. When Jesus went there, Jesus saw a lot of impotent, lame folks, crippled people at the pool. But do you know what Jesus did? Jesus, who had the power to do and overdo, all-powerful Jesus, he walked straight to one particular person, to just one person, and then ministered healing unto that person. Why? Because that was the person that he saw his father healing. Sometimes we want to do what our father is not doing. And we see ourselves as failure, not because we are failure, we are failures, but it's because you want to do something that has not been sanctioned or authorized. You want to show off. <laughs> One day I was listening to a preaching by someone. I think the spiritual father had traveled, so he gave the person an opportunity. He said, this is a fresh message from the Lord. I don't think it has been heard anywhere before. You know, those of us who wait on the Lord, we get fresh messages. Somebody say, fresh messages. And you are struggling. You are preaching as if your congregation, they are giraffe people. You have to stretch your neck out. You don't understand. But if you follow, you see that your preaching becomes perfect grass. That the sheep can eat and be very comfortable. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. 1 Corinthians 11, 1. Be followers of me, even as I am of Christ. So we are following... Or we are doing what our father is doing as he follows Christ. So that's the standard. So per adventure you are not in this church and your spiritual father tells you to do some things. You know, one day I was talking to a sister and the sister was very surprised that he has been, she had been in this church all this while and the, the father of the house had not done certain things to, to her. You know, as in ministration. Personal detailed ministration. <laughs> just follow. Tell your, your neighbor, just follow. When you follow, it becomes so it becomes so easy. What do you see your father? Do you see your father preaching? When was the last time you preached to somebody? You see your father doing ministry. When was the last time that you, won, you, you, you saw somebody and said, Jesus loves you. 
You then when you see them, it's only shoes, bags, wigs. Where did you buy it? Where did you get it? That's the, that's the only questions that you ask of them. But do that which you see your father doing. Preach. Heal the sick. When you follow, the anointing flows naturally. It just flows. You don't have to struggle. It's like standing on the shoulders of somebody. You are just swimming in it. Sometimes when I stand here to preach, I tell the senior man of the house that it's, it's, it's effortless for me, especially when it comes to the move of the spirit, because I feel like it's not me. Like I feel, I feel like I'm being carried on the wings of somebody. When you are following a father, what, what, what happens is that the father is just towing you. He's just carrying you along. So where your abilities cannot go, by default, you go there. So follow and follow hard. And sometimes when you are following, people will criticize you. When Elisha was following Elijah, people said that, don't you know your master is going, mm, don't follow. Don't follow. People will discourage you from following, but I'm here to tell you that follow and follow hard. The next point is sons carry the words of their father. They carry the words of their father. Proverbs 4, 3, 2, 4. I want us to read the NIV translation. Is it powerful? The NIV translation. When I was a boy in my father's house, still tender and an only child of my mother, go on, he thought me and said, lay hold of my words with all your heart. Lay hold of the words of your spiritual father with all your heart. That is, be thrilled by his teachings. Be thrilled by his words. When was the last time you listened to, to the podcast? When was the last time you listened to something, a, a message or something that your father in the Lord had preached? You know, sometimes we are tempted to listen to every other person but the one that God has given us. Strange voices. So we can listen to Benny Hinn, which is, is a very powerful preach, preacher, which I do listen to. But don't make the mistake of listening to other voices more than the, the voice that God has given over you as a covering. One time I was, I was, you know, for some time I was just listening to you know, people, I was listening to people, I was listening to people, I will listen to this person, I will listen to that person. And then the Holy Spirit rebuked me that, who have you been called to? Who, who, who have you been called to? The Bible says that my sheep, they hear my voice. 
and they know me. Other voices they will not hear. You dear, you are following strange voices. And this person said, and that person said, you know, when we are in church, it will surprise you. Sometimes when I go back and I, I ponder over and I listen to the message, I wonder where was I? Uh, has anybody experienced that before? Because when I sit down and I listen and I listen, I see, I see that, ah, this thing is more than I experienced when I was there. When you listen over and over and over again, what happens is that the word enters into you. It, it, it does something to you. It moves from just word to spirit. You, you see, you hear something beyond what is being said. But you, when you just come to church, you hear and it's powerful. This message is powerful and it ends there. You will never listen, oh. You will never watch, oh. You will never do anything. You, you, you go and then you listen to other voices. And then when you come back, you have your own set of ideas and own sets of principles and own sets of whatever. Sons carry the works of their father. And you can carry it only when you have soaked it, when you've imbibed it into you. When it has become part and parcel of you. When was the last time you quoted your spiritual father? Hey, you can quote Bill Gates. You can quote all the quotables, but not even once have you said that. The, the person was sick and said, my father in the Lord said, nothing shall by any means hurt you if you are sick. Let me, let me pray for you. It is done. In Jesus' name. You, as for you, then nobody even knows that you belong to the keeper's house and that Reverend Francis Sobin is your pastor. <laughs> because you don't, you don't even... The Bible says, I think in the message translation, it says that the words of my father, it thrills me. It does me good. It makes me happy. That is when you are not even, when you are not even in the mood. When you, you slot the tapes, the words, they, they do you good. But you sometimes, even when you hear the words, mundum sa tape, no. Who is your father? So I want us to follow hard. I want us to be an example of the father that God has given us. Jesus said that when you see me, we are, you have seen the father. When we see you, what do we see? Are you a good ambassador? Are you a good representative? What, sometimes, you know, somebody can come here maybe with a sickness or whatever. And then the person says, I want to see Reverend Francis. You can say, no need. <laughs> I'm a true son. I'm a true daughter. I can handle it. But you know, because you are trying to be an original... 
because you are trying to be something that has never happened before, you will say that, oh, please, eh, wait, eh, very soon, you'll be there, you'll be here. I pray that that will not be your story in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will give you the grace to follow and follow hard. I pray in the name of Jesus that as you follow, every blessing that comes with following and following hard will be your portion in the name of Jesus. As you obey, I pray in the name of Jesus that longevity of life shall be your portion in the name of Jesus. As you stay in your ordained garden and as you honor the spiritual father that God has given unto you, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will eat the good of the land in the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus that you are blessed and as you follow anything that cannot overcome your spiritual father, Reverend Francis Robin, I decree that will not be able to overcome you in the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus, as you follow hard, I pray that any giftings that is upon the said man of God in the house, I pray that let the Lord bestow it upon you in the name of Jesus. As you follow, I pray in the name of Jesus that anything that you lack, that the Lord shall provide for you in the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus that you are blessed and you are highly favored. If you are a believer, give the Lord a shout of praise. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 877 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service. 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.